All right, fellow teens, who's ready to solve Israel-Palestine with superpowers? <laughs> uh, so last time we joined these fun heroes, they managed to successfully pull a heist, but not without some complications. They did set off an alarm and they had some trouble towards the end, but until the end, like it went fairly smoothly and also they managed to get out while framing another non-existent supervillain named TikTok and their accomplices Bubblegum and Wolf Spider and Grumbungus right <laughs> I forgot that it was pretended to be Grumbungus also uh, folks at home Namtab's not here today he's sick yeah, I was planning on... Uh, I, I know exactly how I'm going to write him out. Trust me, it'll be great. He gets hit by a truck. No. He gets no. hit by a truck simultaneously in every possible reality. <laughs> <laughs> Crisis on infinite trucks. <laughs> You've been hit by... You've been struck by... Trucks. trucks. I want to put, like, an infinity echo on that. <laughs> Do it. Anyway, so I figure it will make most sense to visit Nikolai's morning last. What were you about to ask me, by the way? Oh, um, do you spell TikTok as in T-I-C-K, T-O-C-K, T-I-C, T-O-C, or, t like, the app, T-I-K, uh, T-O-K? Uh, four little words. Okay. All right, because I just wanted to, because I was, for some reason, I just had the app stuck on my brain that, that the entire time you are saying that. So, like, all right, but I get it now. Okay. So then, like I said, it will make most sense to do Nikolai's morning last. So, between uh, Felix and Robin, who wants to go first? Yeah, I can't remember the last time that Ape went first. Hmm, that's fair. Actually, is this a time passes situation, or what are we doing? Not yet. It's pretty much like maybe a day or two later. Okay. By the way, news of your break-in did not make the news. Yeah, I wouldn't expect it to. Hey, guess what, guys? Somebody broke into our super secure vault and took our experimental shit that we're not supposed to have. I thought you'd all like to know about that. <laughs> Somebody successfully robbed us, the security company, at our home base. This is definitely an intelligent thing for us to announce to the media. Exactly. This will look great on our stock portfolio. <laughs> What's that? We have to declare Chapter 11? Oh, no. Oh, no. Bare. Anyway. So, Felix, or Sundog, it's up to you. I'm going to be boring and say that I'm probably still doing some chores. All right. So, yeah, as you're doing chores. I'm going to wash and car or something. Oh, okay. yeah, okay. Wash and wax in the car. You're just sitting there washing and waxing the car. And wax on, you, wax off. You look wax up on, and you off. feel a rumble. And then you feel another rumble. And then you look down the street, and there's a there's just a T-Rex there. What? Yeah, it's a T-Rex. 
That was in character and out of character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a T-Rex there. And on and riding on top of the T-Rex is the Jurassic Park ideal of a Velociraptor. Because we, we all know that... Actually, no, those are closer to Utah Raptors, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll just say it's a Utah Raptor then. So a Utah Raptor wearing, like, ancient Egyptian paraphernalia is going there. And you've heard of this. You've heard of this person. Oh, yeah, that, that you know, everyone knows about Rodeo Raptor. No, Cleo Raptor. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you a lot. <laughs> and she is uh, screaming about how, you know, the world will soon belong to the dinosaurs once again. And all of a sudden, you see something leap up, wrap the T-Rex's head around their arms, and just slam it down. And she goes, wait, what? And then before she can even finish saying what, she is punched. And she just goes, like, flying, like, I don't know, 80 feet. And wouldn't you know it? It's Craig. Oh, man. It's that guy. It's that guy. It's that guy. That large friend. (laughs) Does it, like, seem like he's got this shit? Yeah, kind of. But he looks over and he goes, hi, I'm Craig. Hey, Craig. And since he has never seen you out of the mask, he knows your name, but he's never seen you out of the mask, so he does not recognize you. You having fun beating up dinosaurs? Yes. And then the T-Rex starts getting up, and then he just moves over, and he punches it again. He's like, stay down. This is a morning. <laughs> he looks over at you, and then he looks around, and he's like, I don't know what where to put this. Um, <laughs> Museum, I think. <laughs> In the sea. He goes, museum. Right, got it. And then he's just... No, no, over. I was joking. No, oh, man. Oh, oh, okay. I was making a fossil joke. Oh. It's it's cool. Okay. All right. Uh, I don't know. Animal control? Oh, wait, where's Cleo Raptor? Uh, he says about 80 feet that way. And then you see something flying up into air. And, and then he goes, oh, no, looks like Fretcher's got it. All right. And then there they go back down. Yep, okay. I don't think Theoraptor is going to have working legs for a while after that. No, probably not. Probably not a lot of working anything, really. No, no, no. She's she's tough. She's tough. Except, you know, to falling and being thrown. Hmm. Anyway, I like you. You're, you're not freaking out that much about this at all. I don't think animal control really handles dinosaurs. I don't know. Is is there a division of the DHEA you can call about this? Right. The DHA. I can call the DHA. Yes, you can call the DHA. Imagine if there's anyone else at home. They have come out to see this. Yeah. Yeah. He pulls out his phone and he goes, I don't know their number. And, and somebody just screams out, five, 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 five. and he goes, thank you. It's 1-800-DHEA. <laughs> 1-800-555-DHEA. Call now and you'll get a free second supervillain roundup at no charge. So he calls the DHEA. It's just a very brief pause before he goes, I caught a dinosaur. Yes, I'll hold. <laughs> and it, it goes like on like that for a while. So I'm just 
just like enjoying this spectacle while I finish up the car. <laughs> and uh, he goes, bye, everybody. Thank you. We're better than Ethan. And then uh, he, he just runs off. Huh. Still need to meet Ethan one of these days. I mean, why? We already met his betters. <laughs> Look, it's it's a statement in a vacuum right now. We have no point of understanding for what that actually means. There isn't Ethan. He is better than them. They are. They, no, they are better than him. All right. Because he I'm sucks. tired. <laughs> I just woke, I woke up like. 20 minutes ago. Give me some slack here. <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. So then, Switch, what are you doing this morning? I'm really glad the dinosaur didn't step on the car. That would have made the waxing job more difficult. <laughs> I I am I am a teen with an internet connection, and I am abusing it right now. <laughs> because I have spent the last I'm going to say six hours on like Wikipedia. Oh, you fell down the Wikipedia hole. Oh no. I specifically fell down like semi-political Wikipedia hole. Oh dear. Oh no. <laughs> and like associated sites because I'm trying to figure out like, you know, what's the capitalist's education? What's Mayor Blackmore's education? How often is the fucking Captain Alice out of the city? Off planet. Alright, so the answers to those questions are the Captain List has a degree with honors from Harvard Business, but there are rumors abound that degree was probably bought and that he was maybe not exactly the brightest bulb in the box. But doesn't that just prove that he's good at business? <laughs> it does prove that he's good at business, but it also proves that he's... Or awful. bank robbing. One of those two. Well, one of those two. <laughs> bank robbing is a form of business. <laughs> this is a hostile takeover, Cox gun. <laughs> <laughs> Mayor Blackmore's education, however, is not with honors, but they did graduate Yale Law. I would say that they have a bachelor's in law with uh, with Yale. How often Captain List is in this? He's basically, if he's not off planet, he is pretty much in the city unless, like, some other super team needs, has, like, is in dire need of help. But even then, like, he'll typically try to send over the other Vindicators to help first before he'll leave the city. He doesn't want, like, because this is, like, he is the face of the city, essentially, so he doesn't want to leave it too, too often. Same deal with off-planet. If something from space is threatening the planet, he will for sure go up there and deal with it, usually because if something from space is threatening the planet, it is probably strong enough that, like, he, he doesn't need to, like, go through the other Vindicators first. Okay, but like, how often does this happen, and how long does it take to deal with on average? When you get rid of the outliers of times that, like, time travel was involved, so he came back immediately, or like, you know, times when he spent an extra long time away because of various reasons, 
on average, he's only like out in space about about a day, a little less, a little more, depending on the uh, level of the threat. Every once in a while, he gets captured and sent to a gladiator planet. Yes. <laughs> and how often it happens? It, it happens often enough that it is expected, but not often enough that every time he does it, it is notable. Okay, so are we talking like, so he's gone for on average one day, and he is absent for one day every week, every two weeks, every month? I mean, I, I can't really put a hard time frame on it. Like like I said, it happens infrequently enough that every time that it does happen, like people definitely notice that like an extraterrestrial threat is happening, but often enough that, you know, they'll go, oh, but the capitalists will take care of it. In between space arcs and crossover events, probably twice a year. Yeah. And sometimes he heads back to his exploded homeworld and just kind of mopes for a while. <laughs> <laughs> how um, how long did that trip to Jupiter last that he took earlier? And did he get more session? <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that trip to Jupiter took little over a day not too much longer he was gone maybe like 27 28 hours and then came okay, like so back do, do we have faster than light travel then we have the jaunt I think that's been established <laughs> yes the jaunt will just get you to Jupiter in two hours no uh, I think superheroes definitely have FTL yeah superheroes would have FTL normal everyday people are still kind of working on that it's likely that he's using the ship that he came to this planet on. Okay, so... So he has access to faster-than-light travel, then. Mm-hmm. I see. I may have just written Colin into some sort of corner. <laughs> I mean, we have the jaunt. We established the jaunt as being a thing already. Yeah, but do we have... Do we have a jaunt exit next to Jupiter? I don't know. Maybe we got a satellite up there. Or a space station, rather. I mean, if we have jaunt travel, I can imagine we have, like, some sort of established station around Jupiter to figure out what the fuck is up with Jupiter. <laughs> Gas. Jupiter. Gas is up. Since the dawn of man, we've looked up at Jupiter and wondered what the fuck is that thing. <laughs> Today, we will find out. With the launch of the international What the Fuck Is That Thing station, we will probe <laughs> the hell out of Jupiter and finally figure out what the shit it's doing. Ah, uh, turns out it's the meat planet, guys. Okay. There was a small crisis on the What the Fuck Is That station, and he had to go up and deal with it. <laughs> All right, then. So, Nikolai, what are you doing this morning? I think at this point, I am uh, undergoing some routine checkup back at uh, Clockwork Futures. And uh, during the checkup, fabricating footage to cover all of the things that I don't want the recordings to show. All right. So um, as you're doing that, Jen is in the room with you. And in walks Glenn, and he goes, Hey, actually, look, it's the thing I wanted to see. Great, awesome. Listen. Ah, uh, 
I got into a bit of a bet with, you know, Bob, have you ever thought about who the competitor of Clockwork Futures would be? Well, they would have uh, several competitors. Steampunk past? They're, they're in a very volatile market, after all. Okay. So there would be, like, at least a dozen. Yeah. If you need a name, I can come up with one quick. Yes, please. Okay. Weather Evolved. Weather Evolved. Okay. That's uh, spelled like the atmospheric condition. All right. So he goes, so I got into a bit of a bet with Weather Evolved, and uh, they seem they think they can build a better robot than us. Isn't that crazy? You can answer. You can answer if you think it's crazy. Yes, that is clearly crazy. All right. Good. Good. So, um... Listen, I'm going to need you to, like, find their robot that they've let loose in the city to do some stuff. And I'm going to need you to, like, kick its ass a little bit just to prove that you're better. Question. Is beating it physically the only option? Or shall I prove my superiority through a variety of means? Uh, You know what? Try and do a variety of means. I'm not sure how, what, like, what kind of thing they've loosed it. They called it, uh, it was the stupidest name, the Rampire. So I'm not sure how, how well you're going to be, like, talking to it and stuff. But, like, if you can just, like, you can find a way to prove how much better you are than it in any way possible. Okay, I know I came up with that name, but hearing it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on. They, they named their company Weather Evolve. What do you expect? <laughs> Either they're not paying a consultant about uh, marketing enough, or they're paying a consultant way too much. <laughs> it's the ladder. It's always the ladder. Can we hit the robots with the ladder? <laughs> Is there any other questions that you have for him before you... No, I'm actually just... I'm going to wait for him to leave and then ask Jen about more information. All right, so he will leave and talk about, like, shooting a Tesla into space. He knows it's a bit... What's the word I'm looking for? Bombastic? No, no, no. Like, because Elon Musk has already done it. So it's... Oh, unoriginal. Derivative. It's a bit derivative, but, you know... But yes, after he leaves mumbling about space programs, I turn to Jen and say, Question, do you have further specifications for the Rampire? Uh, no. No, I, I don't. This is the first I'm hearing of it. Could you please retrieve what information is available? Okay. Let me just go on Wikipedia. Yeah, just go on Wikipedia. Fall Hold down on, the I gotta Wikipedia find out hole. what an aggregate fruit is. <laughs> <laughs> so, like... She tries to figure out some stuff. Go ahead and roll me your superior, and we'll use that to see how much information Jen can get you. All right. Eleven. All right, so... Well, what do you that, know? She's actually good at her job. Yeah. What, so she goes, uh, let's see here. Rampire is a recent creation of Weather Evolved. 
capable of controlling other machines and also some sort of minor control over normal people and it apparently drains the battery power of things that it fire quotes feeds on aside from that it's pretty much so new that nobody else has really gotten much of a oh hey about an hour ago somebody took a picture of it so I can show let's Basically, it looks like a robot dressed in Victorian era with, like, big spiky pauldrons and a cape. And toe shoes. They are paying their marketing team far more than they deserve. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, to be fair, so are we. The margins seem to be in our favor. Yeah. Uh, Maybe you might want to get your friends with it, though, because that would be a good publicity opportunity. Yes. She kind of looks a little ill having to say that. A stunt on a robot. It (laughs) sounds as if it is specializing in a technology that we are currently at an experimental level with. I am, to a limited extent, able to control other technology. However, I do not drain energy at random or from variety of sources. That may be an idea that we should pursue. Yeah, maybe. But if it is able to control technology, the risk is too great to face it on my own. I will call the team. All right, well, uh, good luck and go kick its ass. So, team, you get a call from Nikolai. Well, you get a text. And the text is basically just, uh, I require your assistance. A rival company has developed a robot, which I must prove myself against. This robot may interfere with my own systems. Therefore, I require organic backup. I will absolutely help my good friend... Nikolai. I saw a dinosaur get beaten up by a very large teen today. So fighting a robot vampire is like absolutely in the same wheelhouse. I'm good. Well, I'm heading out the way. Yeah. Megalad replies that he can't come. His back hurts too much. (laughs) (laughs) I can't come. I have old problems. (laughs) And that's how I'm writing him out of this week's adventure. Fair enough. Somehow he was not able to extra-dimensionally displace a fucking sciatica problem. <laughs> Does that mean that every single Megalad now has back problems? No, just him, because he's the only one that's old. Well, no. As, as, as far as you guys know. There could be a couple dozen old ones. In all possible infinite multiverses, there are no old Garys. There are old Garys and there are bold Garys, but there are no old and bold Garys. <sighs> Alright. So, where where are we meeting, Nico? I mean, it's just meet at the base? 
yeah, back at the base so that I can call up the information and brief you all on what this thing's known capabilities are. All right. Also, because I was at base and being maintained, I have removed the damaged condition. All right. Fair enough. Nice on. Hey, while we're there, Kat brings up a good point earlier. We never did get that one paper sorted out that I stole from Mooncat. Like, that was being actively analyzed. What's what's up with that? What is up with that? All right, sure. We'll say that Sundog manages to get there before Nikolai, because Nikolai's repairs have to be finished first. So when you get there, the computer finally finishes finding out something about that paper, and it is Huzzah. a list of corporations that have donated large sums of money to something and I'm not even going to make you guess at what that something is she was stealing it from a uh, capitalist campaign office you're pretty sure that these huge corporations have actively funded towards the capitalists campaign Uh, so somebody's buying democracy well if they get a good deal that shit's busted (laughs) Uh, hey Robin the computer finally finished up finished up this paper it only took like what a week good job oh did it yeah oh goodness I I don't know know how long you know that the uh, that the computer finished doing this six days ago just that nobody bothered to check it been minimized this whole time (laughs) I think I explicitly asked about it last time I was in the base Oh, which was less than six days ago. I'm sorry. I don't know how long that's been done for. Uh, I've been been on a bit of a tear. Did you know that the existence of capitalism is predicated on what is functionally slavery in more developing countries? Yeah, I did know that it straight up sucks. Is that something they teach you in school? No, I just have you know, free time and Wikipedia. Yeah, that's how I'm learning about that right now. Yeah, it straight sucks, doesn't it? Yeah. Statistically, exploitation is the natural state of human governance. Oh, holy shit, you're here now. Okay, hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm a little bit out of it. I've, I didn't sleep last night much at all. Well, do you need, like, an energy drink? Can I run and get you an energy drink? You know what? I think I think I will wake up around the time we start fighting a robot vampire. Yeah. So my morning, uh, I was waxing my parents' car, and um, a dinosaur riding a larger dinosaur came down the street and then got beaten up by better than Ethan. So that was a thing. Nice. I'm happy for them. I have called up the specifications. This is what we will be facing. Wow, that's ugly. Yeah, wow. (laughs) Why does it have shoulder pads? Who gave the robot shoulder pads? I theorized that it was the marketing team at Weather Evolve. Why does the robot need a monocle? Actually, what the hell is with monocles anyway? Is that like a fashion thing? Or is is this like I have one good eye and one really shit eye? I don't want to wear glasses, though. What's up with monocles? I couldn't tell you. Hold on. Hold on. I'm already on Wikipedia. 
As far as I know, they only exist to cartoonishly pop off in surprise. Are you actually looking on Wikipedia? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving them time to do it too. Uh, uh, actually, okay. So, 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 Felix, you joke, but it is supposed to be a corrective lens for one eye in particular. Huh. Interesting. However, you can also make the argument that it was, in fact, a fashion statement. Considering that the need for correcting only one eye has not gone away, however, monocles as regular accoutrement have. So did it like, is there a place you can buy monocles? Or do they have to make the monocle to go on the robot? Or <laughs> I'm you sure they please. built it in-house. Poor little techie just got assigned. Oh, okay, today I'm making a monocle. Cool. Awesome. Love my job. Yes, Nico. I have brought you into the, what would otherwise be a corporate stunt. Because this creation's ability to control other technology could possibly extend to myself. I also have the ability to control and modify technology, but I have not yet tested this ability against another being with a similar application. I do not know which of us will be stronger at doing so. Do you think it's actually, do you think it's still weak to sunlight? Do you think they designed that into it? Because if so, I'm going to be the perfect candidate for beating the shit out of this thing. Hell, Robin, you can videotape this and we'll sell it. Teen Wolf versus Robo Vampire. <laughs> I bring this up because it may be able to control part or all of my nanites. In that case, you will need to disable or destroy me. Stomp on its nuts. Got it. Also, not going to destroy you. Putting that off the table. Just flinging the entire table off of there. Just getting rid of that shit. Yeah, so... I have recently copied my personality into the storage unit at Clockwork Futures. Alright, hesitantly putting it back on the table. <laughs> my existence would not be completely eliminated if all of my nanites were to be dissolved. Sheepishly uprighting the table and just mopping the floor. <laughs> okay, okay, but, but, Nico, do you remember what we discussed previously about how... Regardless of whether it actually permanently kills you, it is still extremely upsetting to tear your friends apart. Noted. <laughs> However, doing so would be considered a favorable outcome compared to a creature using my body in order to harm humanity. Yeah. All right. Well, I I will put it put it on that condition then. It's only if you get God, I haven't consumed enough fantasy media to know this Th thralled. Only if you get thralled will I actually start causing problems for you. To use computer terminology, I would become an enslaved unit. Um 
probably shouldn't ask this because I probably don't want to know the, know the answer. But hypothetically, if you do get enthralled by the robo vampire, which is a sentence I did not think I was going to say today or ever. Uh, would you like still be in there somewhere or no? Were you just like completely gone? Presumably the act would replace some of my subroutines. Possibly shift my prioritization algorithms. However, to conduct a complete memory wipe would be an extended process. So basically you would be in robo-agony, sort of? I do not feel pain. Nico will be conscious, but not himself. That is accurate. So what I'm asking basically is if you get taken over by this thing, destroying you would be um, a favor, basically? Like, would be preferred? Using the prioritization algorithms I have at this moment, I would consider it a favor to prevent me from causing harm using whatever means are available, rather than to allow my existence to harm Sophons. Yeah, but it's like this this would be like uh, trapped in my own body watching someone else move me around kind of horror thing, which death is preferable to. That is not entirely accurate. But if it assists your ability to make decisions, then go ahead and believe that. Sure. All right, let's just try to avoid that entire scenario to begin with, though, because I don't want to have to deal with this today or ever. There is also a chance that I will be able to control the vampire. Interesting. Oh, um, by the way, while we're here, and while it's somebody who already knows, and somebody who I can... Somebody who I can trust with a high degree of certainty is not going to turn on me for revealing this knowledge. Yes... Uh, Felix, I don't... I can tear things apart with my swapping now. Yeah, I... Well, I mean, I knew you were trying to hide something from me. I just... eh. You're, like, teleporting parts of things and not the whole thing. If, If I can, like, sort of mentally visualize a discontinuity between two parts of a single object, I can separate them on that discontinuity. So, like, that's kind of fucked up, but also kind of cool? I don't really know how to feel about that. Today has been weird. Uh, I can also understand why you'd want to hide this from me, but, like, at the same time, like, you're my friend and I trust you, so please don't hide stuff from me in the future. Yeah, yeah. I will I will do my level best. Okay, do you want a hug? I think I'd appreciate a hug. Okay. Aw. Roll to hug. No, you don't have to roll the hug. Hugging automatically gets you boxcars. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's go stunt on Robo Vampire. Alright. So, in order to figure out where the vampire is. Who wants to roll assess the situation? 
My superior these days is down to zero, so... Actually, hold on. Before we Same. do that, bef before we do that, let's actually go over team real quick, since this is technically about to enter battle with a dangerous foe. You just have to find that dangerous foe first. So, Nico is very obviously the leader of this whole situation. Do you yeah. have influence over the current teammates? I got influence over the whole team. All right, so that is two team for just starting it out, then another team for that. So start with one, so that's you're up to four. And Everyone has the same, the same purpose, purpose, so it's five. I don't think anybody mistrusts I, you. I don't know if we all have the same purpose here. Oh, really? Stunt on a vampire? My priority is keeping Nico safe. If keeping him safe requires causing him to fail his mission from his company of stunting on the vampire in a way that makes Clockwork Futures look good, then that's I'm not going to sweat that. My priority is keeping Nico safe and free. I will say that I have actually removed the always make Clockwork Futures look good from my blank slate list. So I'm not actually doing this to make Clockwork Futures look good. I was assigned this, but I I do also want to keep myself safe, which is why I told you all of that about the hypothetical possibilities. All right. So then we actually, actually do have the same... Yeah. Stunt on vampire. Keep Nico safe. I'll give you that team back then. So again, I don't think anybody mistrusts Nico, so don't have to remove that and you've gotten pretty good information so uh you're not ill prepared or off balance so yeah you guys get the maximum amount of starting team which is five nice so then oh a uh, uh, question because hmm. um bob brought it up because uh when the character sheets got updated i lost what uh, you know our influence got wiped Mm -hmm. uh, I'm trying to remember which teammates do I have influence over. I think you had influence over everybody. Definitely mm. and always me. Okay. Definitely have it over me as well. Yeah. And I would imagine you definitely have it over Megaled. I think I recently got it back. Yeah, it Mega comes Led. and it goes, but I think it's on right now. Okay. Yeah. So then, who wants to roll, assess the situation now that we are done team stuff? My superior is two. Which puts you two ahead of the rest of us, apparently. All right, rolling it. That's right. a nine. That's a nine. So, you, you know what? While I am the one making the roll, I feel like I am making it on Nico's behalf. So, Bob, and how about you ask the question? Well, uh, do, whichever of these questions is the uh gets the answer of oh there he is okay what here can i use to locate the vampire well we, we know that question the giant crime computer <laughs> yeah there you go so you uh hit up the giant crime computer and you look around and you find some odd energy sources going on downtown yes as we're searching for the vampire i add that I have negotiated with the CEO of my company 
I am allowed to engage the Rampire in a series of competitions that does not necessarily involve combat. However, I do not know the Rampire's orders regarding competition. Therefore, I am hoping that outright confrontation will be unnecessary. However, it may be the only alternative allowed to us. Understood. Stumped on a vampire. Alright, so you locate some unusual energy signatures coming down that way. And with this uh, with this crime computer, I'm sure that I can locate like buildings in that area. Yeah. Hey, Nico, could you get me the XYZ coordinates of the roof of this building? I click a button in the map application. <laughs> okay, Thank sure. you, friend computer. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't know that was there. I ensured that this function would be installed when the crime computer was added to this base. Excellent. You are wonderful. All right, and I will hold hands with the two of my friends. Uh, by the way, Felix, I didn't expressly tell you that I could do this now, but I kind of did it to you back in the vault. So, and then I will just visualize a pocket of air that definitely exists on top of this building and teleport us there. Wow, that's a sudden temperature change. Yeah, it's really cold and windy up here now. I can teleport with pockets of air now. I don't need solid objects. Useful. Your power grows. All right. Yeah. And like when you look down from the building, you do see there's like some commotion going on. Uh, some powers flickering. There's those people that are smart and run away. And then there's those people who are like run away, then like think they're far enough away. And then like turn around and like start filming shit with their cell phones. And then it turns out, oh, no, they're not far enough away, and they have to start running again. And they're filming in portrait mode, the assholes. Yes. All right, well, while I'm more than happy to do that trick around and to the both of you, not keen on the general public knowing I can do that quite yet, so we're going to have to take the, the long way down. I will keep my distance for the moment. However, I will provide both of you with transportation to the ground level. Excellent. And so that's basically what I do. I, I create big old stretchy uh, bungee cord, essentially, to bring the two of them down to street level. And then I uh, basically turn into a wall cyst about ten stories up. Ew. <laughs> nice. Also, would it be would it be too much for me to just rule that by now Clockwork Futures has furnished us with a set of communicators? Yes, it's fine. It has been long enough that they would have given you like earpieces at the very least. Yeah, based Excellent. on nanite technology, on that one time when I uh, just sort of prototyped the uh, the invisible communicator. All right, so. Sunny D, let's uh let's get cracking. Hell yeah, crack open, crack open a robot. All right. So speaking of 
cracking open a robot, you do see the vampire. He is just basically walking down the street, and he's followed by an army of... It looks like TVs and general, like, shit that you would find at a Radio Shack that are, like, walking on, like, their own wires. And, like, you you see one, like, occasionally cracking HDMI cable, like a whip at, uh, at windows and shattering them. Uh... I will lower the visor over my face and, like, crack my knuckles and say, All right, boys, are we ready to crack open a cold one? Blast these lightweight flat screens. If they were all CRTs, they'd never get anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, they would have just grown spider legs out from, from from, like, giant antennas that had joined together in order to move them around. Trust me, I thought about how a CRT would have moved if this would happen. It's a strange level of preparation. <laughs> and I will approach the horde of televisions. So the vampire from like the middle of this crowd just like sort of like spreads his arms like he's sort of opening like a double-sided door and walks through and he goes, "There is my actual quarry. I know he is here." Oh god, he talks like that. Of course he yes, talks like that. Yes, of course I of course I talk like this. I was programmed you to talk like You can't hear me. This. I'm up on this building. <laughs> I have very good hearing. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Your shoulder pads are stupid. I do not have control over what I was installed with and that what I was not installed with. I'm, I'm pretty sure you can take them off, right? Or are they part of your body? Because that's weird if they are. Damn, I never thought about taking them. Anyway! <laughs> Well, I at least am down on ground level. I don't know about you. Anyway, I am arguing with your other companion. Where is the one that was supposed to actually fight me? Eh, they'll be around. Then why am I talking with you? I am not here to fight you. Get out of my way. Oh. Oh, I'm, I'm starting to think that I want you to make me. Let's see here. Running diagnostics. Uh, hmm. Ah, yes. Generating a... snappy response. No, 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 no. Ah, yes. I am aware of your abilities due to your... To the most... And I think that... Uh, that... I think I would just wait a little while. You can't do too much harm if I do not make the first move after all. Oh, 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 please, please, please allow me to update your database. And (laughs) I, I believe we have discussed before, have a shock prod now. So while maybe the (laughs) vampire is insulated, I'm sure the televisions are not immune to taser sticks. So let's see if I can't maybe fuck up some of his cronies. Okay, go ahead and, um, I don't think actually a roll would be necessary because these things aren't really be a threat to you. So, yeah, you just shoot the, you just shoot a taser at a TV and it just sort of pops and you hear, like, the, the speakers make a sort of whine that sounds like a weird scream. And he just looks over it and he goes, oh, I'd like that one. Oh, well. Well, until 
he attempts to stop me, I am just going to keep slapping televisions with my electro stick. He just actually grabs the electro stick when, like, when, mm, actually, hold on. This time I will have you roll directly engage a threat because this, he could potentially hurt you now. Because he's going to be actually oh, moving it. Okay. Well, that's nine. a nine. So, which one do you want? Uh, I would like him to not get my electrostick, so I will avoid his blows. All right. He fucking tries to grab it, and I swap out with one of his little TV minions, and he fucking slashes it in half. Yes, but then the um, then the TV minion is uh, going to like basically wrap its cords around your legs to try and trap you. It's not it's not exactly a, a hit. He goes, ah, you're going to stay right there. I will jam my stick into the TV that is. It's it's a little me. it's a tittle, it's a tiny little radio actually. Just reach out and hit the off button. <laughs> it's a tiny little radio. It's already off. It's 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 really it's a really cute radio. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm not sentimental about cute radios. All right, and he goes. All right, all right. I've had enough of this. And then he sort of like the monocle that he's wearing just sort of like rotates off, and you can see his other eye, and they start flashing specific colors. And he says, "You're going to stop this insanity now." And uh, he's trying to mind jack you. What do you do? Nope, not having that. So, is he like having to make eye contact with me? Yes, but I'm not. I'm going to rule that like. You didn't see this coming, so you can't just instantly teleport away. However, I have been monitoring the situation, and so I could potentially just fall down and occupy a space in between the two of you. Also, this super seems like something I would not allow Hat to happen. I would very much like to insist that the person most vulnerable to getting mind-controlled does not jump in the way of the mind-control beam. Ah, uh, but this is meat jacking mind control. I'm this immune to that. Jack- this is meat jacking <laughs> mind control. I've covered up my meat port. <laughs> he doesn't even have one. I mean, we should all be covering up our meat ports. Otherwise, it's just unsanitary. <laughs> and besides that, I would most likely, like in universe, be the one who understands what's going on. And that this is more than just flashing random lights. All right, so go ahead and roll defend. That's an 11. You don't even need to expose yourself to danger or escalate the situation. Just choose one of those. Yeah. Uh, more team for the pool. All right. The first time we get up to six. I just sort of slam on the ground, uh, reform into the humanoid shape. Just in the right position to break line of sight. And at that moment, I simply say, question, what are the parameters of your confrontation with me? Ah, just to prove myself superior to you in basically every way possible. Not in that accent. (laughs) I was not talking to you. Too bad. (laughs) Tough shit. If that is the case, then I propose that we set parameters for testing individual abilities rather than engaging in a simple fight, which will only prove one, maybe two, capabilities on either side. Interesting. Interesting. 
Go on. In the first place, perhaps a test of unit strength. We shall attempt to lift the heaviest and least stable object. You may use your minions, as that is part of your power set. I will use myself, which is my power set. Very well. I will go prepare a little bit. Where should we meet? At the ship graveyard at XYZ coordinates. All right. He nods, (laughs) and then he says, uh, I will eventually be there. And he starts walking off, unless somebody's going to stop him. I'm I'm probably just getting Robin out from the cables. All right. As you unwrap them, little radio radio will jab you in the shin with its uh with its antenna before running off. Also, you should be oh, should be, you know, like do more bombastic and deep and slow and okay. holy your R's. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Fair <laughs> um, but as you see the vampire walking off. He stops in front of, like, a tech store and goes, hmm. And then he steps inside. You hear some stuff going down. And then he walks out and there's just, like, I don't know, an entire store's worth of products following him, walking on various wires or, like, created antennas to, to do so. And they're just following him. And he's he's basically building up his army to help him with this contest. Why did we let him do that? I have stored the visual data. I will ensure that whether evolved pays for the uh, products taken. Yeah, but that still seems like something we should have stopped him from doing regardless. Yeah, I'm, I'm literally going to like holler down the street after him. You know, your company's probably going to get sued for all these crimes you're doing. Also, you're a jerk. <laughs> so he, he doesn't seem to know notice or care about you yelling and then you see one very confused employee walk out of the store he's like does this mean I get to go home early? Yeah man. Okay. If you get robbed by a robo vampire you get to take the day off. That's in your contract. Oh, I don't don't think it is but I'm going to choose to believe you. Goodbye. (laughs) It's in the city (laughs) charter. Don't even worry about it. It's a bylaw actually. He looks at the store and he's like Man, there's not even anything in there worth stealing anymore. He just wa- he just doesn't even bother locking up. He just starts walking home. Yeah. Incidentally, it has come to my attention that you, both of you, are also at risk of being taken over by the vampire. Those flashing lights that it displayed have the ability to force certain behaviors upon human beings. Uh I think that's called a seizure. This is a superhero universe. There is more than just seizures. Yeah, this is hypnotism, which I feel like... I didn't think that was real. I feel like we should be able to deal with that using technology. If you wore visors that automatically blank themselves when receiving the initial instructions of the flashing lights. That would render you immune to mind control, although also temporarily blind. Oh, yeah, my visor can do that. I just, it's set up that I could just make it opaque if someone hucks a flashbang at me. I will adjust mm-hmm. its programming 
while we wait for it to reach the target coordinates. In theory, you can only do this with someone he's making eye contact with, right? Probably. Oh, you know what? You know what, Sonny? I got a thought for you. Okay. You make stuff out of light. Could you make a specific kind of light that filters out other kinds of lights? Because then you could just, like, make yourself a set of glasses that filters out vampire vision. (laughs) I have to know what kind of light I'm filtering out, but on paper I could do that. I just sort of motion at Nico. I believe that would only work if the light sent towards you was polarized in the first place. I mean, I can make this stuff opaque. Yeah, I guess just do that. Just, uh... Make yourself a visor and then, like, I don't know, figure out how to tune it between transparent and opaque without having to take it off and put it back on again. Hmm. Is that a thing you are capable of doing? I don't know. I don't know either. It depends on how I roll. (laughs) And if all else fails, I can always interpose myself as well. But like, yeah, like in theory, he should be able to only do this to one person at a time. So whoever is not getting my control, just hit him in the back of the head with something. <laughs> All right. So eventually you guys end up meeting at the ship graveyard. Why do we have a ship graveyard in this town? <laughs> How about <laughs> just regular shipyard? Cause that's a scrapyard. Shipyards are a thing. It's a ship graveyard because I don't want to destroy anything people are using. Traditionally, ships migrate here to die. No one (laughs) understands why. Modern science has no answer. There are ship graveyards. They're often uh, half submerged, actually. Yeah, I was going to say, they're often like in the middle of the ocean because bad weather patterns just cause the ships to sink in the same place all the time. Well, no, it's it's not that kind of graveyard. It's the kind where ships are decommissioned and nobody knows where to put them and it's too expensive to disassemble them. So instead, they're purposely sunk just off the coast somewhere. That sounds bad for the environment. It does. It's not always, actually. Uh, if they drain all the, you know, harsh chemicals and stuff, they actually can form lovely little reefs. Yeah, they do clean off the surfaces before sinking them. It's actually a net positive for the environment, usually. Damn! What? Humans help in the environment? That's fucked up. Uh, Granted, they don't usually do this with, like, cruise liners and shit like that. It's usually single-person stuff and slightly bigger than that. But, you know, it does happen. Hmm. Interesting. You can even seed the reefs. They actually, um, you can grow coral underground, break off little pieces, and have, like, an underground garden, which you grow coral to then seed a new reef with. So this is like a thing that is done. And I suppose the oxidation rate would be very close to non-existent because it's extremely uniform conditions. Uh, By the time the ship rusts away to nothing, the coral reef will have formed and become its own structure. So... All right. So you arrive there and eventually so does the vampire and you see him like fucking marching up with like a fucking army of random computer 
like random technology bits. You see some computers like walk like skittering around. Uh, you see TVs walking on their own wires. Wait, wait, uh, you wait, see wait. Is there is there like is there like one that's just like a tablet PC that draws on itself to make an angry face? Tell me. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now that that exists, one hundred percent. What's my favorite? <laughs> you see some uh, game consoles. Like the way they're moving is that they are like throwing like like wired versions of their controllers and just like sort of dragging themselves along. Oh, hey, dude, did you uh, did you know that these ships have a pretty good chance of turning into, like, reefs after a while? Yes, I did read, read, I did read that on Wikipedia. There you go. <laughs> yeah, see, I didn't know that. You took so fucking long to get here. We have time for a, <laughs> we have time for a whole educational segment. <laughs> My two lovely friends here are telling me about the ecology of ship graveyards. <laughs> you should not have dropped out of school, then. You're doing much better. Thank you. I don't believe <laughs> the nature of ship graveyards are on most school curricula. Listen, the point is... I don't know what the point is. Let's get to move on. I know you don't. <laughs> the point is I'm going to stab you with one. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Very well. Then we shall, each of us, using our abilities, attempt to drag one of these ships out of the surface, measuring our relative strength by how high we are able to get it above the surface of the water, and how much each ship weighs, including the mass of the water. All right, so... Here's what I want you to do. The whole time that Nico is listing out the parameters of this contest, I am muttering to myself, speculating on whether we want a wooden stake for this guy, or is it like a titanium stake? <laughs> like, how does it work when the vampire is also a robot? I mean, I was just gonna make like a, I was gonna make like a hard light dagger and just stab him in the chest a bunch. A magnetic stake. I mean, if uh, you like. Like a hard light stake is maybe the best possible thing to stab a vampire with. <laughs> a normal vampire? <laughs> this is a robot vampire. We have yet to establish whether or not he is affected by sunlight. It's sunlight now. Eh, what about a concentrated form, you know, sticking uh, out of his okay, chest? Okay, okay, Listen, Bobbin. <laughs> that just kills everybody. Yeah. yeah. Except me. Nikolai, I need you to roll me plus freak. And depending on how well you roll will be either... Alright, so a nine, unless you want to spend a team selfishly in order to... I can't. Uh, oh, okay. And I don't think... He, he would he would probably call cheatsies on allowing teammates to... Uh, no, I to... feel like you should counter roll for this. I don't have counter rolls. I was just going to use the... I was just going to use like Nikolai's outcome to determine like how well they do. And... Mm. As it turns out, it is extremely close. With a nine, which is barely a, which is barely a partial success, I'm going to say that overall you won. Wait, barely a partial success. Uh, not barely. It's a barely a full success. success. Barely, barely not a full success. <laughs> it is the highest possible partial success. Yes, it is barely not a full success. That overall you technically get the better numbers, but it is 
pretty much too close to call. Basically within margins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As in there is like a reasonable argument to be made that I won, but only because I found the heaviest object first. Exactly. And like the way he does it is that he finds a crane and he moves over to it and he purposefully moves behind it in such a way that you can't see what he does. But eventually the crane just sort of like comes to life and starts lifting the next heaviest thing. All right, Colin. You say that, but um, if he if we can't see him, then he can't see us. Right. And then he stops existing. Brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) You say that, but also his minions are watching you. Ah, okay. And they would one they would one hundred percent tattle on you. Well, I wasn't gonna try and cheat. I was gonna try and do some reconnaissance in case this ever did come to a fight. But oh, okay. I, okay. I don't want him to know that I'm doing reconnaissance. Okay, but yeah, his his minions would be watching you. So yeah, and he goes, uh, you probably just found the heaviest thing first. So we will call this a tie. Very well. The footage from my observations may prove otherwise. But you, I have noticed, did not test the full limits of your capabilities. Therefore, we shall move on to the next next task. Speed. Return back to the street, city street where we began. The first one there, moving under their own power, is the winner. That should be much clearer. Very well. He moves to stand right next to you, and he looks over at his TVs, and uh, the like. Some of the TVs lift up, and then they start stat- like the screen starts staticking to life. And I want to make a hard light flag to wave. All right, sure. You, you create a hard hard light flag, and uh, the TVs start flickering numbers you know five four three two and then like from there like it starts counting down in milliseconds so you two have the same starting point and it hits zero and i'm assuming since you are both robots you're both going to start at exactly the same time yes i wave the flag as the countdown ends (laughs) all right so this is going to be a multi-part one because just having one roll for everything kind of seems a little bit lame. Oh, so you're charging up your burn. Yes, I'm burning. All right. Well, put yourself <laughs> out. All right, so I forget, what's an eight do? It's like you get three, uh, but you also I have to I get three, but I mark a condition, yes. Okay. Uh, which condition are you marking? Just damaged. Oh, okay. So this is, you're basically burning yourself out in order to become as fast as possible. Shedding a whole bunch of nanites to make his frame as small as possible to decrease wind resistance. But yes, I uh, spend one burn to move. Uh. Alright. <laughs> okay. Get fucked, I guess. <laughs> I, have fu- I have fucking quantum tunneling, asshole. I was going to like have this whole thing be involved like he's set up traps for you on the way here and that's why it took so long and like like he was going to know where they were and you didn't and you'd have to roll to avoid them but you just I will say 
just so we can have a roll for this, mm-hmm. move does not specify how fast you move, just that you can break through or slip past any and all barriers and restraints. Okay. So I think this just means that I automatically clear my way past all of the traps and such, but I will still need to roll Freak to see if I can move faster than the other robot can. All right. Overall. Okay. There we you go. Can. And yes, you can. Since, since Switch... That's an 11, folks at home. Since Switch knows where the race was going to end and can get there instantly, I'm going to rule that Switch was there to call who got there first. And you definitely see Nikolai beating the Rampire by a block. I wave my flag even harder. <laughs> Hawk him up, Moonwalk! So, once once he catches up, it doesn't take, like, a block is still fit, like, at, at the speeds that they're moving, a block is not that much. It only takes, like, less than a second for him to catch up. But he goes, ah, I see you are indeed faster. I see you have the speed for us. Indeed. It was clever of you to use your minions as traps. Unfortunately, I am hard to catch. Very well. May I contest the next situation that we must prove ourselves in? Go ahead. I wish to test our ability to win the hearts and minds of the people of the city in a short amount of time. Very well. What will be the parameters of the judgment? Whoever has the most people cheering their name in the next five minutes. Uh, I think I speak for everyone when I say, what? (laughs) Yeah, agreed. It is simple. Whoever is cheering one of us more at the end of the next five minutes is the winner. Very well. And go. And he snaps his fingers and all around you TVs from like electronic billboards and like nor- like normal ass TVs and just anything that has a screen or a monitor that is currently wired so it doesn't happen to cell phones. They show a specific image of a specific someone's face with his eyes flashing and says in the next five minutes you will cheer my name. Ah, uh, fuck that noise <laughs> all the way. <laughs> Alright. Um, I am going to pull out my smartphone, go on to Twitter, and use hashtag trending to encourage all of our followers to cheer by uh, getting hashtag zero trending. <laughs> also, don't look at the robo-vampire, please. <laughs> uh, but his ability has a radius to it. Mine is international. Go ahead and roll me... I'm gonna say this is a plus mundane. No, ah, no. What's... what's? But uh, No, it's, it would be superior, because this is provoke someone. I'm going to act clueless and goofy to get out of this situation and invoke not from around here. I'm just a simple country robot. (laughs) (laughs) 
So what's that do? Roll plus freak. On a hit, you create an opportunity, a distraction, or a plausible excuse. On a seven to nine, you also feel all the weight of playing the clown and of the people staring at you. The GM shifts one of your labels up and down. On a miss, no one is fooled, and you've put yourself in their crosshairs. All right. So go ahead and roll me plus freak. It's good I finally get to use this. Nine. So on a I seven- would like to help out. Yeah. Okay. I also have a, a presence in the hashtag trending brand. And given my specific persona, there's bound to be like a contingent of our audience who are disaffected and unexcited with, uh, with the idea of like being enthusiastic cheerleaders for someone. But I would be able to whip them up. All right, yeah. So that brings it up to a 10. Just be like, yo, my good buddy Moonwalk is having a contest with some shit-ass robo-vampire. Get this shit trending to blow his ass out of the water. All right, so that brings it up to a 10. And in five minutes, you hear there's just an entire chorus along the city that is uh, screaming vampire. And so he comes up and he like you can't you can tell from the way he's walking that he's like super smug about the entire thing. And he why says do they program him to be smug. <laughs> <laughs> the same reason why they would program robots to feel pain. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> the same reason they programmed him to be Transylvanian. <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna make a robot vampire, you're gonna make a <laughs> smug robot vampire. <laughs> he says, "Uh, I believe that I have won." point of order, you did not specify that the cheers had to be in audio format. I turn this smartphone around and start scrolling it down. Damn it. You have won (laughs) on technicality. I hate it when people win on technicality. You are technically correct. The worst kind of correct. (laughs) Fuck. I have been fucked by Instagram again. (laughs) For the last... Ironic, I know, but I just don't understand this modern technology. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, fucking does not like that. uh, (laughs) Does not like this losing on technicality thing. And he goes, right then. Well, you know what? You have rightfully pissed me off to the point where I want to do this. And he's going to just start fighting you now because he has decided that... This is the final trial combat. He's just going to rip you to shreds. So he starts leaping right at you. What do you do? Actually, hold on. What does Sundog do? Because Ape has not made a single roll this entire game, this entire session, and I feel bad about that. I mean, I'm just, like, enjoying the spectacle at this point. Oh, Until okay. I have to stab a robot, I'm good. <laughs> I also did have a response for that. Okay. I'm going to spend two burn. One to create a construct where I am standing and one to move behind him. All right. Nothing personnel, kid. <laughs> All right, so yeah, he starts ripping into the construct and- uh, Shadow and then, clone, motherfucker. Yep, he, he realizes that he has been had, so uh, go ahead and roll uh, directing gauge a threat to hit him. As a seven, which one do you want? You know, I, I will create an opportunity. All right. So he leaps at you and then 
fairly obvious what he does to convert machines to his side because his hand starts like folding apart and like some wires and spikes shoot out of it and he, he just sort of jams it into you. I need you to roll me take a powerful blow as he is trying to cyberjack you. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. So do you want one from the 10 plus or do you want a, one from two from the seven to nine? Well, it's a little too early for either of the 10 plus things to happen. So yeah, I will uh, struggle pl- past the pain and then provoke Sundog to take advantage of this opportunity, but in a foolhardy way. Oh yeah, I am completely foolhardy. I require immediate assistance. And that's the last thing he, he says before. He just sort of like goes still and starts moving a little bit weird now. All right, it's vampire fighting time. And I am going to charge the vampire and form what I have decided is the next. Okay, so what's better for killing a vampire than a hard light stake? Nothing. A hard light whip. (laughs) You're going to go fucking Simon Belmont on them. Yep. All right, go ahead and roll directly engage a threat. Fuck his ass, he bass. Full Belmont. Oh, fuck off. Um, That's a six. So, I'm using... I don't know. Uh, you can use it selfishly. Yeah, use it selfishly. Use switch. That's just, there you go. Switch can do something, right? I mean, yes, but it also might be useful to get his danger up to a three. I mean, I, I don't know how I'd be able to use it in character selfishly, because, like... Nico specifically asked me to help. Hmm. Well, in that case, yeah, you can just use it normally then. So, that's a seven. Which one do you want? I don't want to be mind-controlled, so I'm going to resist or avoid their blows. Okay. So then, I'm going to mark... Well, uh, my thing would have marked a condition, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. I forgot about that. Uh... Mark two, motherfucker. Yeah, then, well, I don't want to mark four, asshole. I don't want to mark, like, two, because then I I forgot about the condition moves. Uh, and well, it immediately to... tried to mind control me after the one, so just pick a condition that would have uh, led yeah. to that. That would have been insecure, breaking down on broken plans or ideas. And then this one is going to be angry. You said you resist or avoid his blows? Yeah. All right. So you basically slash him in the back and he screams and he's like, he's like, slash, I whip him. Okay, I whip that's him right. good. Yeah. You, you whip him in the back and he's, he screams and he's like, very well, if you want to play it that way. And then, uh, he raises his hands and those screens that were mind controlling everybody to tell them to cheer his name earlier goes attack hashtag trending. And there's a giant mob starting, like, you hear a giant mob mob starting to, like, converge on your location. And people are just running towards you. And they're obviously, like, not acting in their own right mind. And they're, uh, they're, you know what? I'm going to go whole hog on this. They have torches and pitchforks. You have no idea where they got those in a city, but they do. And they're they're coming after you. The angry mob clearance store. 
Yeah. It's a factory outlet. <laughs> he has escalated the situation dangerously. So, Nikolai, uh, you're currently mind-controlled. gets to go. Yeah. Oh, 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 get, oh, my that's right. turn. I did. I'm yes, sorry. Sir. I'm sorry. So, Switch, you see uh, about, I don't know, a couple thousand people starting to converge on your location. Yeah, this isn't going to look great on Weather Evolved's portfolio. That they unleashed something that caused this incident, but that's something to worry about for another time. Uh, question, Colin. Question, hmm. DM. Hmm. Is he watching me closely? He is not, but he does have eyes basically everywhere. Uh, right. But the question is, are you watching me closely? <laughs> What's that do? Uh, when you mislead, distract, or trick someone, roll plus superior. All right. I would like to say that in the in the time between him trying to plug into Nico and uh, getting hit and then fucking 180 degree rotation his head with glowing red eyes, how dare you at Sundog? I have probably been able to slip to a position that he hasn't noticed me. Right. So, I am going to start with the roll, which is a 12. So, here's what I would like to do. On a, on a, on a 10 plus, choose 3. My choices are you get an opportunity, you expose a weakness or flaw, you confuse them for some time, and you avoid further entanglement. What I would like to do is I would like to have sort of like moonwalked my way behind Moonwalk and then just sort of reach around Nico, grab the tendrils, and then teleport myself and the vampire up on top of that roof we were on when we first arrived in the area. All right, sounds good. With him on the very edge. So that's, you get an opportunity. I would like to avoid further entanglement by having my visor be ready to go opaque in case he tries to hypnotize me. Mm -hmm. And I want to have him positioned on the edge. And I just want to say to him, turn it off or I push. And uh, he, he looks at you and he goes, go ahead, push. Well, Colin, here's the thing. For my third on Are You Watching Closely? Mm -hmm. I would like to expose a weakness or flaw. Okay. Just that maybe he's not so good with heights. <laughs> and, and I don't maybe necessarily mean emotionally. It could be that he was, you know, pushed out of design quickly in order to make this bet happen. So, you know, he, uh, he wasn't built to withstand falls off skyscrapers you know like, like most, most things yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like okay. most anything that's, actually that's that is, yeah. also, that is fair but i'm still going to go have him go go ahead push i do all right he's like as as he falls he crosses his arms and then out from his back fold robot wings and he starts flying in the like electronic like you know membrane forms so that they're 
bat wings, and he's like, seriously, I'm a vampire. What were you expecting? Uh, okay, so that entire move that I did did nothing. No, no, it, it, well, no, it moved him, and I've got a follow-up. Yeah, like, I, I, I wasn't... I wasn't going to say it did nothing. Uh, he, yeah, you, you pushed him, but like, in like, but you've exposed something. He can fly. One, he can fly, and two, it requires electricity. That me- that I did specifically say that membrane is ele- electronic based. So if you can find a way to like disable that, he might not be so good at the falling at the flying thing anymore. Do you want me to take that back? So, or so, are you okay Nico. Okay. I see where you've ended up. Because the uh, the skyscraper has overlook on that portion of the street where we first met. So what I'm going to do is stretch up there. Say, if pushing doesn't work, perhaps a pull will do. And 20-story suplex him to the ground. <laughs> All right. Damn. I need you to. Uh, I need you to roll. Kick. Uh, not kick ass. That's one. <laughs> that's the first time I made that mistake in a while. Come, gonna be honest. Uh, but oh, son of a bitch. Directly engage a threat. All right. Um, he sees it coming, basically a mile away, and he just sort of flies out of the way and. Hmm. He'll. Yeah, we don't trade blows. I yeah, just we don't, completely yeah. failed. Yeah, and then like he sends out some wires. And he goes, you'll be a delicious snack. And, like, they drive into you, and they start draining you. So go ahead and let me take a powerful blow. Oh, no. Oh, no. I will mark two more conditions and give ground. All right. So he's going to dangle you about, like... Oh, no, no. Up- you, you misunderstand my current position. I stretched up there. Oh, okay. I'm still connected to the ground. Yeah. So what he does is um, he finds one of the connections. Or, uh, no, no. Uh, if you're still connected to the ground, a TV just sort of marches up and whips the connection with an HDMI cable. And now you are like the rest of you just sort of like springs up to to meet, uh, to meet that, with you. That is not how uh, nanite surface tension works. Okay. But I, I will say that I am drained and, for the moment, unable to move. All right. So I am just this shiny, silvery pillar in the sky. Yep. And he goes, ah, that was actually quite delicious. I don't know. I, I don't know why I didn't go deeper. I'm really bad at keeping this voice consistent. So Sundog. All right. So like, on one hand, I probably should help Nico, but on the other hand, there is an angry mob that also needs to be dealt with. Yes. So I'm going to do deal with the mob here, and I'm going to deal with that by I want to get all of their attention at once and just have them chase me. <laughs> okay, I mean, like, you're ba- basically the only one here that can be fought because Switch is up on the roof, uh, and Nico is incapacitated, but yeah. so... Yeah, I'm just gonna like start jumping around on streetlights and shit like that to be like, look, I'm trending. Follow me, chase the dog. Come on. All right, they start running after you, and they don't. They're like trying to throw rocks and shit at you. This is not a dangerous threat. I'm not. In, this is not a powerful blow. I'm not going to make you roll anything. All right. So I once I get enough of them, uh, you know, all 
chasing me at once, so that they're all kind of you know looking at me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do something that I've been waiting to do, and by waiting to do, I mean keep forgetting. Flashbang. <laughs> Go ahead and unleash your powers because you've never done this before. Twelve. Hell yeah. Twelve. You basically get everybody, and they just start screaming and like cut, holding their eyes and like one guy's like holding his ears and they're like, ah, what, what? Super sorry about that, but it's preferable to the alternative. Then you start heading back towards the battle. Great. All right, switch. All right, well, if um, if he's only flying by like running a semi-exposed electrical current through a very thin membrane, that means that the mm-hmm. amperage of that current is going to be extremely precise. Yes. I have a stun stick. <laughs> Fuck him up. <laughs> Go ahead and roll kick his ass. Next yeah. well, I'm going to say kick his ass at this point. Yeah, I'm just um, he, he's sitting there fucking being smug about having got one off on Nico. I'm going to just teleport him back to me and jam it into his wing. That's a 10. That's a 10. So which two do you want? I would like to resist his blows, and I would like to take something from him, which is his flight flight. capability. Yeah, so now I've got his ass dangling over the the side of the roof again, and I'm like, all right, second first, same as the first. I am actually going to mark afraid, (laughs) because if there's any opportunity for him to be afraid, then it is now, and he is going to go... Ah, yes. Well, uh... Hmm. And all of a sudden, the TVs down, down on the street just... Like, all the electronics on the street just sort of collapse. And, uh, and the flashing lights controlling the crowd stops. And he's like... There we go. Good boy. I knew, I knew you could do it. And then I will turn around and, like, deposit him on the roof. All right. He did the thing I told him to, so I'm not going to do the thing that I threatened. And now I'm going to make my condition move. He's going to flee from danger or difficulty and just immediately start moving for the uh, access door to the to the roof back into the building so that way he can run away. Fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> and if you let him go for it, yeah, if, if, uh, essentially, Sundog, when you get back to the fight, you see him just, like, coming out of the building and just running. Nico, you want I should destroy Vampire? Nico. Adjustments have been made. I will finish this. All right, Nico, go ahead. And when I say that, what I mean is that uh, I will slam my mask down onto him one more time. And uh, if it's all right with you, I will, during the move rather than after it, mark my last condition in order to activate a mind of their own and add the powers of EM and programming shielding. Fuck up his whole life. Yep, yep. So you slam on him, and basically huh? his uh, make you... make the roll. Oh yeah, go ahead, make the roll. 
And I was asking about order because the last condition I have to mark is afraid. Mm -hmm. And this is a danger roll. The engaged threat roll. Oh, okay. Which is why order here is important. Yeah. I think you have to mark it and then make the roll. Well, it's they don't entirely have anything to do with each other. Oh. Yeah, it's marking it is the cost of the mind of their own move. Right, right. So if you are executing mind of your own first, then you have to mark afraid first. Yes. But, right, but if if you're activating it after the attack, then you would mark afraid after the attack. But you're talking about doing it simultaneously, which is where the question comes in. Yeah. Okay. Because it's because of, it's more fun to uh, roll with bigger numbers, I will say that you don't have to mark it first. Yeah, this is sort of a uh, crapshoot either way. Yeah. Eh, nope. But, well, we do have two teammates here. We do have two teammates here. Yeah, I'll fucking just kick them. It's like... It's- just a big fucking dive kick on the vampire. I already knew where he was heading, so I could just get myself down to ground level and just, like, appear in front of him. This motherfucker's afraid of me already, so that would cause him to, like, pull up short. All right, and so that brings it up to a seven. And under the idea of a mind of their own, I am resisting their blows. All right. So, basically... You fall on top of him and do the EMP blast. And what, as you like, no, I don't EMP blast. I'm protecting myself from his EMP oh. abilities. Ah, okay. So, so uh, even as he is being smothered by me and his tendrils come out in order to screw with my programming or with my energy levels, you will find that he is unable to do so. Ah, okay. And then, like, when you slurp off of him, you eventually see his, like, the eye that's not covered by the monocle because it's because when he's not doing the mic controls, it like, rolls back on. It sort of flickers and then eventually fades. The monocle, by the way, is also shattered. <laughs> yes. And at that point, everybody who was being mic controlled just like goes, what the hell? What was I doing? Why can't I, I see or hear? And one guy goes, I can't hear anything. Mop. Mop. I think I have tinnitus. Mop. I don't fucking have ears. I am not legally responsible for that. (laughs) It was self-defense. I did actually literally provoke them, though. (laughs) It was self-defense. It was several thousand cases of (laughs) self-defense. I mean, yeah. You did scream, oh, look out, they're coming right for us first, so. To be fair, they were, af- they were actually after me to begin with, so. Yeah, so it was self-defense. Well, I, I cannot help but feel like that is a, a pretty unquestionable victory. How you, uh, how you holding up over there, Moonwalk? You doing all right? The encounter has caused significant damage. However, I am able to move under my own power. Uh, let's get you back to base and fixed up. Yeah. It's been a weird one. And as you, like, start uh, wrapping up, 
There are news reporters coming to maybe get some comments. Uh, the DHEA definitely shows up and confiscates this robot vampire that just enslaved, that just tried to enslave the entire city as part of a bet. 100% like this company is going to be fucking ruined. Yeah. For, for maybe the first time, I am enthusiastic about taking part in post-combat hero interviews because it gives me the chance <laughs> to, like, shit-talk this guy and his company. Weather evolved. <laughs> can I... Can I just, like, sneak one of those tablets? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> yes. I mean, everybody's gonna. They're, they are, they have been opened. They have been used. They are not gonna, you know. That's 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 just lost product right there. <laughs> you can mm-hmm. fucking signal at me, and I will nod subtly and teleport it into the base. <laughs> Do you want one? You, can I grab you something? <laughs> when the reporters come to me, I will say I have no comments at this particular time. However, the footage I have recorded will be going to the DHEA and to Clockwork Futures, who will issue a press briefing along with a majority of the footage collected. All right, and then they nod at that. Switch takes the opportunity to dunk on this company. That, so, just, just remember, everybody, this thing was unleashed by probably the CEO of weather evolved and that's weather as in the shit that happens in the sky and evolved as in not their brains because they thought it was a good idea <laughs> to put a robot that can enslave humans and machines onto the streets to win a bet by doing whatever the heck it wanted causing whatever collateral damage it felt might be necessary and just generally causing problems for the entire city. Anybody who's keeping a track on stock on the stock market can see in real time the the oh, no, they, they aren't even a publicly traded company yet. <laughs> okay, but like either way, who But yeah, you, anybody who keeps track of the news will see investors lost just <laughs> Yes. <laughs> divest the company completely. Does Sundog want to say anything about the post-battle to the interviewers? Uh, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm just there. Okay. Yeah, I, I can just imagine Nico being I'm like... I'm just like, I'm I'm back up for Switch right now. No, I, I can just imagine Nico being like calm and collected as they explain everything, and then Switch comes up, just shoves him out of the way and be like, by the way... <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm doing. Is I, I'm just like, there's a word for this. Hype man. I'm being the hype. Thank you. I am hype manning switch. <laughs> <laughs> and just incidentally, the press briefing later on does emphasize the fact that Clockwork Futures product attempted to defuse the situation and take it away from, uh, prevent it from doing harm to people or property. And so the little parts where I just watched as he stole a bunch of stuff are quietly skipped over in the press briefing. <laughs> <laughs> Nashar Alamal. So, 
Nico, when you get back to Clockwork Futures for repairs, the CEO goes, Bro, fucking vo- oh, Yes. Who knew that their product was like that? Fucking psychopathic? I really have to talk to Ted about what he's, his programmers are doing. But, man, you did great out there. Cannot wait to replicate you a thousand times and sell you to the military. Brilliant. And then he just walks off without waiting for your response. That's okay. I wasn't going to give one. <laughs> and Jen goes, oh, that. I wonder how long it's going to take for us to, you know, buy them out. I mean, given their current market value, probably about six minutes. <laughs> yeah. I am hoping that this demonstration was evidence that prudence is an important factor in robot construction. So don't make, don't make your robots weird, fucked up vampires with mind control powers. That's like the eighth law of robotics. <laughs> <laughs> Love to know what four through seven are, but okay. But uh, but she goes, yeah. Uh, I I don't, I don't think that's going to be what he takes away from this. Nevertheless, the team is making more specific decisions than he does. I will be satisfied if they understand the value of prudence and of replicating my exact mental state rather than the original dumbing down idea conceived of by the CEO. All right. Sounds sounds good. So what do the other two want to do as post kicking a vampire's ass celebration? I am enjoying my new tablet. How's um how's everybody's conditions doing? I have none. I wanted to ask about that because um, my last action there just to spitefully hit the vampire anyway, even though it was running. Can I clear conditions off of that? Yeah. Because I did take foolhardy action and I did break something important. (laughs) Yeah, you did. So you can go ahead and clear insecure and angry. All right. So then I am down to three since I have also been repaired back at base. Oh, my mundane is kind of trash, but I'm going to attempt anyways. Oh, dear. Oh, no. <laughs> please, please act this out. <laughs> please, I want you to act it out so badly. I just would have sent you a text saying you are the best friend-shaped robot, buddy. Noted. There's the reply. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, can I give it a shot? Yeah. Because I have good mundane. I'm just like, having Nico set up like antivirus and shit on there because I'm absolutely going to download a bunch of garbage video games on there and shit. <laughs> I'm just like, hey, man, you know, just wanted to throw it out there. Like, you're the way better robot. You know that, right? Hey, that's a 10. That's I'm a glad 10. somebody can roll mundane good. I think this is the first time anybody rolled a 10 on comfort. So on a hit, they hear you. 
they mark potential clear condition or shift labels that they open up to you. On 10 plus, you can also add a team to the pool or clear condition yourself. I will, if you choose to uh, add a team to the pool, I will start the next session to team. I will do that then. Okay. I know there's no question, but you are the way better robot. Even if you hadn't beaten the shit out of that one, you're still the better robot. I am. And it is useful to test my capabilities against the competition. It allows me to understand the difference of capabilities as well as the locations of which I need reinforcement. Cool. That, you know, that'll be how to talk. Okay, by the way, what's the current Super NES emulator of choice? <laughs> ZSNES? I will research. I think you want to get something that has like research that- is completed. <laughs> this is the one. Excellent. It's, it's one of those ones where you have to like set up the cores and everything. It has the widest compatibility and a significant user base. Oh, I'm play Mario in bed. <laughs> Mario time. I can just see Felix downloading a bunch of like Mario ROM hacks because he gets bored with with the base Super Mario World, and then finding out that most Mario ROM hacks are bad, but there are like a you genuinely really good ones out there. Incidentally, uh, my failure during the battle was just enough to get another level. All right. So yeah, let's uh, let's do end of session stuff. Um, yeah, I'm gonna just go fall back into my Wikipedia hole. Yeah, <laughs> Wikipedia Hall. Alright, Sundog. Grow closer in own image of, of yourself or grow away from the team. None of the above is also acceptable in this game. Um, no, I could see either glor- grow closer or into my own image because I did finally use the fucking flashbang. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go with grow into my own image of myself because, yeah finally remembered that I can do that shit. Mm-hmm. Alright, which labels are you shifting up and down? I'm going to shift Mun down down by one and uh, Superior up. Okay. Nikolai, which of those three? Or none of the above? Well, I grew into the, my own image of myself. Alright. And I will up Superior and down Savior. Alright. And incidentally, the new advancement I picked was Unlock your moment of truth after it's been used once already. All right. Nice. And then Robin. Well, what with the, what with our wonderful robo buddy opening up about all their insecurities with regard to being vulnerable to enemy powers. Uh, I would say that I grew a wee bit closer to them. All right, so... Hmm. I would say that you came to my defense more than once. So, up superior and down mundane. All right. Hooray, my superior's at three. That thing that I like. (laughs) Wait, did I say superior? I meant savior. All right, well, I'm less happy about it, but it does make more sense now. 
<laughs> yes. Hate all these all right. middling numbers. So then, drives. Did Sundog do any drives? Uh, I'm going to say no. Okay. I've done none of the things on this list. All right. And then what about Switch? Unless you want to crowd a crowd of people with pitchforks and torches as a powerful threat. Uh, not, we not didn't for get you. to roll against them, so. The only thing you needed to roll for was to flashbang them, and that's because you'd literally never done that power before. So, right. kind of need the to flashbangs are definitely not calm words. <laughs> no. <laughs> so yeah, I did none of my drives. All right. Uh, what about Robin? Is what I did today countable for save a teammate's life? I'm gonna say yes. Yeah, I was being yeah, excellent. I was being mind controlled there for a bit. Yeah. Excellent. I level up. All right. And then, Nikolai, did any of your lessons do any of those things that your lessons do? Let's see. Well, I did defend people indirectly. I would say that I definitely defined my own success by approaching the rampire with a contest idea, as opposed to just going straight for the brawl. Yeah, and that did kind of have some serious uh, ramifications in the fact that kind of my controlled the entire city. But you know, any other any other campaign, that would have been like a huge thing. For Halcyon City, that's fucking, what, Thursday? Yeah. It's like, ah, dang it, now we gotta update the security on our billboards. <laughs> that's my weekend shot. All right, and Cat, I believe you said you just leveled up, so do you know what your level up is? Yep, and it's, um, it is directly related to something I've been doing this session. Okay. I took Someone Permanently Loses Influence Over You, add plus one to a label. Okay. So my superior is now three again, finally. Feels so good to be back. And, um, the capitalist no longer has influence over me forever. All right. The power of Wikipedia compels him. I, I learned the true meaning of the, uh, the economic system that you fucking wear on your back and refuse to change because branding is too complicated. <laughs> but maybe extra don't give a fuck about what you have to say about anything forever now. <laughs> <laughs> all right i know those two leveled up did uh sundog level up at all oh no i have zero potential right now i leveled up last time oh and you didn't fail at all this time cool well i failed a roll but i fixed it oh okay yeah okie dokie well then in that case i believe we're done next time we'll hopefully wrap up the arc of old Gary with the return of Grumbungus. I'm giving a little bit of a preview with the return of Grumbungus. I hope you're all excited. I'm not. Grumbungus is terrible. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, can we say that now that he's not here? Christ. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would have said that if he was here anyway. I mean, and I mean specifically like this Grumbungus. This, uh, oh, God, he's awful. I invented the worst person. Yeah, just from day one, creepy old man. <laughs> Alright, so long everybody. Thank you for listening. Good night, folks. Gluten knocked. <laughs>